Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning, the following program is the officially sanctioned podcast where three friends talk about the show about four friends who compete to embarrass each who other. To embarrass who each compete other. to embarrass each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Love My it. Baby. Back up in it for another official Impractical Jokers podcast. Look, I'm coming in a little smooth this time. Oh, uh, so Ooh. smooth. Yes. We I wish, are back up in it. I wish we could do this more as like a, as, as, yeah, as a radio show. Like, and we're back. Like, like you know, smooth jazz. Like, smooth jazz and, at oh, night. Yeah. And we're back. I'd like to do it like Delilah. Like Just what? Like, like Delilah. You know, Delilah, you call in, it's like, you've been listening to Delilah on 106.7 Light FM. Now, strangers, this song comes from, and it's like, it's always like a, a shout out. They just did a documentary on it. Oh my gosh. I, no, <laughs> I, I have no idea. No, I have no idea what that is. That's a reference I uh, don't get. All right. <laughs> my, well, if anybody's a, a long road trucker, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> just like cueing that punishment tonight. He must have been listening to Delilah podcast, everything else. Uh, actually, we know he wasn't. He had to listen to that bullshit song the entire time. I know. It's beautiful. Wow. It's such a beautiful song. Yeah. Casey, um, did you make that song? No, I'm glad you asked because um, I think I'll get, I think a lot of people who don't listen to this are probably going to assume it's me. But, I do. Uh, it, that's, yeah, that's Joe Ambrosio. You know, what's so funny ah. is the, the crew keeps telling me that they're like, I love the song. Like uh, Lucas Lee, who works on our show, audio department. Yeah. He keeps being like, he keeps texting me that he loves the song. And then I, <laughs> I told him once that it wasn't me. And then he keeps doing it. So I just, uh, I just, I, now I just take the credit. Sorry, Joe Ambrosio. It's yours. It's yours. Sorry, Ambrosio. I mean, that song is a nightmare. I, we'll, we'll get more into the punishment a little bit yeah. later on. But man, over 11 hours, you had to listen to that. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, this is a, a solid episode. Really fun. Um, y- y- the, the punishment definitely is like a perfect one for Q, um, yeah. you know, cause it's just like, it's, it's, it's a la the mime or, or at the zoo, the guys really like to torture him in like these time dash punishments. Yeah. Um, let's just jump in. Let's yeah. talk about, let's do Sorry. backwards. No, let's just do the punishment right now. Are you let's kidding just me? Go, no, let's do it. All right. It's I love about, it. There's no rules. remember. No, it's how we remember the episodes too. Like we always talk about, it's like, oh, what, what episode was that? And it's like, okay, Turquoise Ring was the punishment. And mm. it, like, it's the way we kind of mark them in our minds. It's usually what like the episode is named after. I mean, this punishment, yep. right? It, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say it like this. It doesn't translate even on TV to how punishing it really was. Like uh-huh. sometimes you do a punishment and like, like it's like, five minutes like Q's or, or Murray's speech where he's uh got the helium and he's sucking the other nitrous oxide that whole thing was like five minutes and it's embarrassing and then you're done you go about your day this was Q's entire Saturday yeah driving around all over and 
also, I'll say this. It was the crew's entire Saturday. I was getting ready to say. Driving with them. And they had to listen to that song as well. Well, uh, the, so I, Joe and Bergio, our crew hates you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's they right. all had to listen to it all day long. You know what's funny is like, I was actually just thinking like, oh, at least the crew doesn't have to listen to the song because they're just like in the in the van, like the ones that are filming him. But they must because they, ha- they all have headphones. The driver probably doesn't. The driver's definitely listening to Light FM. Exactly. He's got the cool sounds of Delilah. Big Mike driving that. And no, I just can't. Big Mike's doing the camera. Okay. So there's very few people that like you have to, they couldn't listen to that. Like you have to do your job, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just stop doing your job because the song is annoying. So for over 11 hours, people had to listen to that song. But not only that, what really, really sucked was that squeaking noise. One oh of the gosh. puppets was squeaking the entire time. It was that big one. And eventually you see Q put his hand into the puppet's mouth and it stopped. And it was like sweet relief for everybody. And no lie, they cut it out, but everyone's like, Q, can you just drive for a while with your hand in that puppet's mouth? And he did. Then he put uh, the Crave case in its mouth for a bit and the yes. Crave case shut it up for a while, but he couldn't do it. The Crave case fell and, and like it was like messing up actually the continuity of the look of the shot. So he couldn't do it and everyone... Uh, basically, just had to listen to that annoying squeaking sound. But then he beat it with the the in the in the cut. He beat it with the guitar. Oh, so the, then yeah, it, the Machine Gun Kelly pink guitar over there. <laughs> he beat the crap out of that thing with it. Yeah. Where were you, Shay? I was nicely at James's house. Murray. James yeah, Murray. In, not in me. James Murray's house. Yes, not not McCarthy. I'm sorry. I have a habit of calling Mur James. Well, it is his name. Because that's, that's his that name. Because that <laughs> that's just, his name. I just need to explain that to the the our listeners who are so like, I, who I the hell is James? Oh, you mean James, Mur? James who? He probably people probably think his name is Mur Murray. <laughs> Absolutely. I um. So I you we we all know how he likes to just go around and he doesn't pay attention and he wants to do his own thing. So I was stationed at his house to make sure that he was there for the Zoom call and, and all that. And he was actually there when Q pulled up with the food. Oh, my gosh. So I didn't have to listen to the song, thank God. Yeah. But I got stuck with Mur. So <laughs> hey, not a bad place to get stuck. We saw a little bit of Mur's house last week. It looks, did you get on the zip line at all? I got on the zip line. I got in the hot tub. It was a beautiful day. <laughs> I, I mean... Murray's got it going on at his house. I'm not going to lie. Like he calling in from the hot tub was a, a very nice uh, flex. I think is what the kids say these days from Murray relaxing on his Saturday. He was lit. Oh, was he lit? Yes. Murray was as lit. the kids, as the kids as the and kids James Murray. Say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is me. Thinking about Murray talking about, like, it, it cracks yeah. me up when Murray does on the show sometimes too, whenever James Murray has to be like, this is lit. I can't believe how lit this got. Yeah. Oh, time for me to flex. Let me flex on these children. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Me, I'd be like, yo, you you, son, you lit. And he'd be like, this is lit. (laughs) (laughs) He loves to like say it though. He loves to like try to the kids vernacular. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But I, I like that he kind of let Q off the hook at a certain point. Cause he was like, I, I want you to go to the Bronx too, to get the, you know, the white castle. And then I, I love that that moment, it came back. It. Like, you know, like Joe just had the laxative thing and Q used it to his advantage. <laughs> I loved it, man. Those laxatives of freedom, saving Q from a trip to the Bronx and saving Murray some uh, bathroom trips, I guess, at least. Yeah. yeah. So funny that Q's trying to like, you know, scam bone his own, his own like, pun- he's just trying to put punishments within his punishment Oh, for the other guys. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, Joe gave the, the laxative to him, mm -hmm. throwing. But like, how about yeah? Q's always trying to get out of things too, right? Like a little yes. bit of a shortcut, something like that. And Murray wisely, I think, took him up on it. I'd yeah. rather have White Castle from not the White Castle in the Bronx <laughs> uh, than be crapping my brains out all night. And legit, Q did not drive that car home. He, he I he think he probably jumped into the crew van or something and and went right back to Farrell to get his car. I don't think he took the. I got a little secret. Yeah, please. I think you called someone and had them wait <laughs> because I got a call and was like, hey, just tell him when he comes outside. I'm outside. I was like, huh? I had no idea. I like how you say, I think when it's more like, I know. I but know. I <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what the podcast is about. Jay. That is good information. So that because I had that question, I'm like, how did Q get home again that night? So, yeah, he had someone pick him yeah. up and he yeah. did leave it there because I know I think Will Faxton uh, or someone in the art department then had to drive that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, town car back. Also, talk about the town car for a second. Uh, there were some other options that would have been really funny. So we ended up renting a car. But at one point, we were looking at buying a car. And some of them were like, really like, interesting looking like old, like, um, like a gremlin. And mm -hmm. like a Dodge yeah. Dart was one of them like a like a brown Dodge Dart. The biggest problem was we couldn't get it insured. Like we would have had to then like get that car, buy the car, get it insured, get it registered and all that. I and love these actually, loopholes. I love like these, I mean, <laughs> is that the word? Like I, uh, yeah. these, these things that you, these, the hurdles that you have to get over and like, you know, you have to, it's so funny. I and like this. I'm learning. Cause I didn't know this either. Yeah. No, it's true. Uh, we found some really cool ones, but that's one thing it was like due to COVID, it was a little bit more difficult. Like you had a mail in the registration. It takes a while to get a mail back and it, we just didn't have the time. Obviously this punishment, uh, or it's not that obvious, but this punishment was filmed during COVID. Right. Uh, I think that's actually one of the things that actually helped us do it. We've had this idea for years of having one of the guys go a very long way for something very stupid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the guys have talked about it for a while. There's all, all sorts of different versions of it. And then when we came back, they're like, this idea is perfect to do to Q right now. Yeah. So once Murr moved out to the suburbs, it made it a lot better. At one point, this would have been a very easy trip, like all in Staten Island or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, now, it's true. Now the guys are living all over the tri-state, so it's just it made it quite the trip. At one point, it was Joe and Murr living in an apartment in Manhattan, so that would have they they lived in the same place. Well, yeah. like well into the show being filmed, they it's so funny to think about it. They lived in the same. It was Joe, his wife Bessie, and Murr mm -hmm. under one roof in a small apartment. And oh. do, Shay, do you remember we would go? We so we would go watch like the premieres mm -hmm. at their at the, house, at, the house, at their yep. apartment. Yeah, that's so funny. Like that was like from episodes. like season, maybe from to season two, three, yeah. maybe, uh, maybe yeah. to season three. Which is so funny that they were like well into their thirties. You know, <laughs> no shade. I mean, there's you know, it's like, but it's just funny, like you know, for who they are. But that's the yeah. best friend, you know, that's how right. Right. that's so uh, funny. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah. so yeah, Mer you know, is no stranger to Uber Eats or Cuber Eats. So he's, <laughs> he's definitely a person who orders. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, I don't, it was funny. Like, I love his joke though. If I just go back to the same White Castle, like to me, that's not what James S. Murray eats all the time. Oh, no. Uh, way. But I love that he went there just for the joke. He's like, what's Sal get? Yeah. Go right back there. That's exactly where I want to do it. So I love that he picked that. The funniest part to me was Gatto really wanted food from Veggie Grill. And I we remember talking about it a bunch <laughs> like beforehand. We're like, are you like, where do you want like you to stop? And 
we're throwing out a bunch of options like a hot dog cart on like Central Park South or something, <laughs> all the other things. He's like, well, I don't need hot dogs, obviously. Why would I do that? And then he's just like, I really want veggie grill. And he's like, I want it say veggie grill on the show. We're like, do you have like, are they paying you mm. to say it? He's like, not yet. Yes. <laughs> so it sounds like so we don't like, know. I'm going to say veggie grill on the show. And then hopefully they'll drive out to my house and start dropping off food. Cause I just said it on national TV. We'll see. That's but, a good, yeah, that that's a good scam bone. It works. Yeah. You know, another Snapple. thing back to the, what? Remember Snapple. Yes. Remember oh. the Snapples? Wait, really? What about that? We've never said this on the pod. He used to do Snapples. All he wanted when we first started, I, I, well, I came in season two, first day of season two. So I'm not sure yeah. about season one. But when I first started, all Mer wanted was iced tea Snapples. The Snapple ones, iced right? tea, the peach tea, peach tea Snapples. That mm-hmm. was it. Don't touch them. He needed at least four to six in the cooler. Do not touch them. And that's all he had. He wouldn't drink water. No Cokes, <laughs> no nothing, just Snapples. And he would always see it on TV. Like sometimes I, I would take the, the wrapper off, but it was times where I couldn't because he wouldn't care. He would just have it in BTS. Yeah. And he was trying to get that sponsorship. Now I want to say Snapple nicely sent him, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's no, so they funny. Did. They sent I, stuff to the office for sure. Yeah, that's point. what I believe they I did. Think that's, I think that's funny because like in order to, to have that happen, you have to drink so much of it that you probably get sick of Snapple. <laughs> so by the time they're like, all right, we're going to send you Snapple. Snapple, you're like oh, I'm kind of over peach Snapple. <laughs> like send a raspberry or something. <laughs> Not James. That was his go juice, man. Yeah, man. He did to get the shoots going. Yeah, and same thing. White Castle. That wasn't like every now and then people are like you see online people are like oh you got must be on pay for that White Castle endorsement. It's like no, not at all. And it's just like I think White Castle because it was in the premiere and everything. It's just so much to us and the guys. Just like a part of the show. It's like anytime. Like we need to do like a fast food bit or whatever. They're like, oh, well, White Castle is obviously the place we're going to go to. Well, the reason why is because back in season one, there was like no name brand um, that wanted to work with us because we had no, uh, you know, we didn't have the relationship. And we also, they just, you know, no one knew the show. It wasn't a popular show. So the fact that White Castle took a chance on letting us film there was huge. And so I think the guys just like feel like they, they are like, owe it to White Castle. Uh, The Castle of White. I love that place. Yeah. Support your That's local so White Castle, everybody. <laughs> That's what we're saying. White Castle. Yeah, tough, it, tough pun. I would. I, I. That song is that. That song is grading in a, in a, in the best way. I. Yeah. I did make a version. So so uh, to pull the curtain back a little bit, they were like, "Yeah, we need a song for this thing." And so we, me and Joe, both made versions, and we let yeah. them pick, and they picked Joe's. I like to think it was just because it was a little shorter, and it's better mm-hmm. to for the edit to repeat. <laughs> But I think Joe's is is better. So uh, I don't mind playing mine if we want to hear it. I want to hear it. Can we play it right here? For sure. I'll sing it again. I love all my friends. I love to sing and dance and hope that this song never ends. This song is my friend. My friends sing my song. And now it's time for all my friends to dance and sing along as we drive. So, all right. So I, yes. I, I just even listening to it now, it. like the problem, fun song, fun song. The problem, problem is too good. <laughs> yes. Too good. That's funny. No, the, I think the problem here is that it's so long and 
you know, it's it, you know, the, the one that they used is perfect. Joe's Denver, Joe and Burgos is perfect because it's like this beautiful short vignette and it repeats constantly. Like that one almost has too much going on that like, you know, it would take a little bit longer to get sick of it, I think. I was about to say, I love Joe, but Joe's is annoying and yours is like good, if that makes sense. It's a bop. It's a bop <laughs> I love you. Shake. I love you. I love you, Emberge. Not no shade, but. No, I think he'd be happy to hear that. That's the right? he set out. But that's to the make point. That was the whole. Yeah, it was the point. Right. Like, yeah. for, like yours remind me of if I was listening to. Remember um, Lamb Chop? Yes. Yeah, yeah. This that's is the song that doesn't end. Exactly what I was going for. Song. That's what. And that makes me feel like I want to keep going on and on with your song. Yes, yeah. I understand that. So so that's that's the thing. And I think what I love so much about Joe's is like it has the elements that of of that even. Yeah. But it, it's just it's to the point. It's short. It repeats perfectly. It's got it. Count you count to five, which is so dumb. Mm-hmm. The part that's like because it's one, two, three, four, five. Like songs should never go to five. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you count in a song, it's like one, two, three, four, and you start. Five yeah. is is so dumb. I love that. That that <laughs> element of it, I love. It's really fun. I think the crew would have appreciated it a lot more if that was the song. It it repeats less. It's less annoying. Yeah, no, there's, there's almost two big parts too, because there's the main part that I, you know, like I sing it again, mm-hmm. and then there's the other part that's like, as we drive, like you know, yeah. I, it's just too many parts. <laughs> too good, man. It's like I, I said, like too it, I good. Like it. Also, I got to say real quick, uh, shout out to my cousin Alex mm-hmm. Chardulo. Uh, they made the puppets for oh, this dope. punishment. The puppets in the back seat. The one in the front seat, Danye made. Danye, many okay. of you know, works for us, our wardrobe designer. Uh, very talented individual. And But the, all those ones in the backs, uh, Alex made. And, uh, I didn't know they, that. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, they I actually thought Danye made them. That's what's up. No, no, yeah. They did it. They went to Micah um, for school and like did like puppetry in college. Hmm. And so this is where it pays off. Uh, when it shows up on Impractical Jokers. I had no idea that uh, nepotism was involved. (laughs) Always, always. (laughs) No, that's that's, No, the funniest was like, uh, well, also that, so a little bit of that, right? Like my cousin, uh, they're a little bit out of college. Uh, They're like 25 almost. And so when we're getting quotes from these puppeteers that make a lot of money, it was like way out of our budget. Mm. And the art department kept saying like, it was this much of this much. I was like, hold on one second called up Alex. They're like, uh, I don't know for free. And I'm like, no, bring your rate up a lot from that. <laughs> That's <laughs> so like, like, I'll do it on TV. I'm like, no, no, no. You're, you're, let me be your business manager one second. And they got paid for it. And, uh, Very good. good cousin, so. good cousin. Yeah. But also good for us. Like they look great. It was exactly what we needed. And then we worked with this guy. Uh, actually, hold on case. I need a second to Lou nasty. Lou Nasty is the guy's name. Lou Nasty. Lou Nasty is the name of the man that did all the animatronics. So Alex and Danya made like the skin of the puppets. I think that's not what you call them. It sounds creepy when you say skin of the puppets. But <laughs> made the, uh, the puppet outsides. And then Lou Nasty does all the animation, makes them talk, dance, move around. He's this guy. He's got a whole workshop in Brooklyn that we went to and scouted. And that place could have been a punishment all on its own. It has a million animatronics in there. Most of them are Christmas themed, which makes a lot of sense. A lot of people probably have like a, a Santa oh, or a Rudolph at their house for like Christmas time. Is it's it really creepy, the whole place? Uh, 
Yeah. Because I'm starting to sm- I, I might be smelling a sal punishment right now. Oh, yeah, I want to go. You could. It is a weird place. All right. Uh, in the best way. But yeah, a lot of animatronics. And uh, he's the one that helps hook up the whole rig in that car. There's so much that, that all the, I'm trying to think of the other things in it. Like the puppets all ran off a different battery than the car. So we had to bring in another battery mm. to run them off of so it didn't kill the car in the middle at one point we had to stop down to fix something it wasn't the squeaking but Hmm. that was another like a little bit of time again this was a real punishment for q it was his entire day yeah it's hard times the punishment is about 15 minutes this was over 11 hours yeah i I don't know if you guys i'm sorry case i don't know if you guys know but q doesn't like riding in cars at all what do you mean? If you if you notice, he always drives himself. He doesn't like get being oh, driven. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't like riding in cars. I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So just riding in the car alone for all that time. Bad. Yeah. I feel bad like, news. Yeah. He legit. hates traffic. He he, yes. he he hates traffic. A hundred percent. I've left set like and we've been like in traffic in separate cars. You know what I mean? Like, and I've looked over to him and he just, I've seen him, I've seen that face of like, I can't believe there's traffic here. He has a quote uh, that he says all the time. I think we may have put it on like a, a staff t-shirt at some point where it says oh, traffic's yeah. building. Traffic's building. He mm-hmm. says it all the time. We're filming a bit and like nobody's coming out and it'd be like Gatto's on the floor getting ready to go out, ask somebody like, have you seen my wife or whatever? And he's like, come on, Joe, traffic's building. Traffic's building. Let's yeah. go. Or Talk like to this lady traffic's building or like they've talked to they're like, you know, like the, the guys like been out there for a little bit and they don't know if they should interact with one other person. And yeah. he's like, I, I think we got it because traffic's building, <laughs> traffic's building. It's like, that traffic, <laughs> traffic over quality. That guy signed. He signed. He signed. Murray signed. Get off the floor. Let's go. That's so funny. Um, all right. Let's jump into the challenges. Are you going backwards? Or are we going to do the second challenge first? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. We'll dive right back into uh, teacher versus student then. Wow. Here we go. This was one filmed pre-COVID. So this, this one was, was in pre-COVID. March. Yes. Yes. Yep. This was in but March. Right before. Right before. Yeah. This is right before. This was like at right, like right before, like the, the another episode. You know, like um, another. This is another challenge that was right before COVID. You know, or quarantine happened. So it's it's interesting to see like what life was like right before. So much so, Casey. I. I had no memory of this until I watched it for the episode. Like I, you know, we worked on the bit, we made it happen. I like, I remember it uh, like being a thing, but usually when that happened, like with bits, like I remember like jokes that were said and everything else. This one, I like completely forgot. I think it was just because of the time when we filmed it. I I felt, I felt similar about actually, but the opposite. I was like, Oh, I remember this joke and it felt like years ago, but it was only (laughs) less than a year ago. But I can't, I mean, I, you know, that Bastille Day stuff was, you know, Killing drilled me. into my head. That was so funny on yeah, the, flight, the day of. That was so funny. Yeah, that was absolutely killing me. Uh, Murr and Q, Murr and Sal, sorry, teaming up on the Bastille Day thing. And I, that I, woman's I reaction. That exactly. Like, yeah, mark, mark of the episode for me. The marks were so great. Uh, just like calling them out on it. I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, the whole remove the skin and the membrane of the animal before right. serving. It's really funny to me. Um, yeah, I've had membrane in my mouth. <laughs> and that's when she made that face. Yeah. Sal does such a good job of selling things in this turn with Murray. 
It, it was I think really they cut some movie. stuff out though, because they were definitely like a like there was a bunch of eye rolls from Sal, but like it doesn't work for the bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> but there's stuff that Murr does that like Sal's like eye rolling, but he's not supposed to, which is really funny. But like you know, you just for time you want to show the the gameplay. Yeah, no, it's really fun watching those two team up. Yeah, you can see some of the eye rolls, but I guess he's in the front row, so nobody really saw that. Exactly. They get to see more of um, you know Sal standing up to clap along to the. French national anthem and all that. Yeah. And he's a little bit more subtle than Q. Q is like, there's no subtlety. He's like, this is great. (laughs) No, Q is uh, doing the Lord's work when he's there, helping out Joe, doing everything he can. Because, I mean, I thought that was very difficult. Uh, The stuff that Joe had to try to justify in his presentation. Oh, for sure. I mean, Q's a real Superman. He's got the whole tattoo on his arm. So, you know, he can. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And on his chest, on that tank top, too. He's got the whole Superman tank. He's back out there, the bandana on his head. Uh, Yeah, I I just enjoyed it. It was, I I love the, what was your intention of reaching out after Joe had that whole thing about reaching out to some, like, hitting up some girl that he met at like a conference or whatever. And he's like, just take a shot. Just got to live my life. I love that. I also love that all the, like, you know what I mean? Who do the tipping, like who doesn't like who, you know, who won't tip and you go through that long thing. So, and then, so nobody can be upset because you know, it, it was everybody except for Egypt's Egypt's are allowed to be upset. <laughs> Very much so. Very much so. If you're an Egypt. Egyptian, you can be upset about that. That was exactly when I was saying that turn was tough. I was thinking of that exact joke slide it was like yes that's yeah, tough like, there's to get no through. coming back from that and apparently there wasn't i mean they lost the episode so <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah uh and i also love the the maya soul uh company yes. in general how, how, long, how long have we been u- using maya soul since the, season one? Oh, two? since season one for sure but the, the question is how many times have we used it because yeah. it's, it's it's a thing it, it, what's funny about it is i remember when we thought of it we're calling it Maya Soul, which I, I kind of think was either a Sal or a Murr or maybe a combo of the two of them coming and up with Maya it, Soul. And if it's still going over fans' head, what does it mean, Casey? Maya Thank you. Yeah. So that's what Maya Soul means to the Jokers yeah. when they say it. Have and, you, I know, I'm, I'm new to the podcast sure. world, right? Yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever spoke about like the fans in that name? No. What do you mean? So do you know that one of the fans literally named their child... Maya Soul? No. I didn't know that, Shay. That is, oh my gosh. That is so I, wanted, I don't remember if she came up to Joe or she came up to Murr and she's like, we love the name so much that we named our first child Maya Soul. Shout out to Maya Soul, whatever your last name is. That is incredible. But Dude. Maya Soul, your name is my asshole. But she doesn't. So do you think she doesn't know or she they knows? Did not, they did not know. That's of course they, did. Bad. they had no idea. But I don't get what they think it is then. Just, <laughs> just the company that on we always its own? On its own? It sounds really beautiful. It's beautiful. I Maya's agree. Soul, yeah. like the sun. Maya's yeah. great sound. Maya's name. a great name. Yeah. Wonderful my, civilization. My, it sounds like my son or my soul. But it's Maya soul. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember, I remember we used it for one, like we were like, this is early on and then we just needed it for some comp, like fake dummy company. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's how it came up. We we're like, we'll call it Maya soul. And then it was like, oh, we should do that again. We should keep using it. And so now it's just this thing that we do. I'm so glad that it's still around because sometimes stuff like that can die out or they'll just like pick something out. But yeah. 
it also is like what our producers sometimes reach out as like, you know, to, you know, to, to get an unsuspecting Mark for like a focus group. Sometimes it's called Maya soul. We might have to change. Well, maybe it's good because people will be like, this is Maya soul. I think they may have already changed it. Yeah, they get, they got wise to that one, but yeah, it definitely used to be like Maya soul focus groups. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's so funny. Shay. I had no idea. Someone that's great. That. Thank you for that. And yeah. shout out to Maya soul. Maya that soul. kid might be like seven years old now. If it was like one of the early seasons, like they're probably listening to this oh, podcast. Yeah. Like they said my name, mom. And then it's like, Wait if she's minute. hearing that for, for, from here on, she's going by Maya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, call me Maya. Changing it immediately. Hilarious. Yeah. Well, that was, that, the, this is great. This is such a fun way to do a focus. I mean, um, this is such a fun way to do a presentation. Yeah. Cause you always see the guys teaming up. They're both giving the BS presentation. And it's just fun to watch one of the guys be in the room like a mark and try to turn it from within. Mm-hmm. It's really fun to see the different strategies. And I think, like you said, Q and Sal kind of go about it two totally different ways. Q's like uh, very vocal, yelling about it all the time. And Sal's more just like laid back, trying to be like, hmm, yeah, good point. I can see it and sell it that yeah. way. And I love that. I mean, that's, the, that's kind of my, one of my favorite aspects of the show is like their, the way they, their approach. We used to talk about that. Like early on, we used to be like, right. you know, the network would be like, we want to see their approach. And that's when Murr started being like, I have a foolproof plan. <laughs> he like went, <laughs> oh, he went like overboard being like, oh, they want to see an approach. Okay. <laughs> because it's a game show. Back. At the end of the day, it is a game show where four yeah. friends compete to mm-hmm. embarrass each other. <laughs> I want to know. Soul. I want to know what the record is of foolproof plans. Did they pan out? I feel like they worked half oh, the no. time. Roughly. I don't think. I think maybe yeah. twice they ever worked, and he did. Yeah, it, it was a real wily e. coyote thing. He had these big plans <laughs> mm-hmm. that never really You're quite so worked right. out. I um, hope he brings that back. I'm gonna. I'm gonna t- tell him to bring it back as an homage <laughs> to himself. He'll Definitely. Um, that's great. Yeah. So that's a, that's a fun one. Um, and we're, now we're going back to the first challenge. Wow. First episode. Oh, wow. Seinfeld? Or Seinfeld all of a sudden. What are we is doing? It. It's the betrayal. Harold Pinter. We're doing <laughs> it for you. Uh, right. yeah. Bad reception. We've done this seven times now. I want to say six times. It Whoa. done it a lot. It's, but it, we do it because it's so perfect. It's the guys playing a receptionist and, uh, Mark comes in to the waiting room and, uh, sometimes we do multiple marks. Of course, this was actually shot during COVID. So we're like, yeah. this is great. Mm-hmm. We'll do it with one mark. It'll work. And uh, super fun. Really, really, really always enjoy this bit, as do the guys. And that's why we play it roughly every season now. I Now, I think there's a burning question yep. on everyone's mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that an expensive Roomba that Q destroyed? <laughs> And it was yeah. not. I, I no. found out. I, I talked to I talked to Lucy Goldberg. Shout out to her. She sources yes, a lot Lucy. of these things. And she said it was a knockoff. It was not that expensive. And uh, I think it was just something that they, you know, they 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 got. And it, you know, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't. They weren't wasting a bun, bunch of money for that one. See, and uh, here's where joke. we mess up on our job, Casey. Because knowing mm-hmm. that, I have one of these Roombas, and I would have sold it to Lucy for basically anything. <laughs> and I would like we should tell the art department like hey anytime you're about to reach out for like a proper gun destroyer just talk to me first yeah, see like, if I got I, it. yeah it's like do we need a blender I have one I hate I can sell you that blender for 20 bucks <laughs> and I'll feel much better about it I'll basically be like Craigslist for the show but that's good to know that wasn't an expensive Roomba because yes. watching Q jump on that with his sandals no less was an insane thing 
Which is also funny because it's like he he thinks that the guys aren't going to show his feet. Like remember when he had just like shorts on? Uh-huh. And that's this what was it like was. The first, yeah, it was like the first um, bad reception. It was the first yeah. time we did it, and he had the shorts. And so this time he has the the sandals. That's so funny. And it, so- it's funny because I told him to put shoes on. Yeah. And he goes, I'm behind a desk, Shay. I'm good. So he's like, I'm, you're only going to see my top. I'm going to have a nice shirt and I'm good. My bottoms, he doesn't care because you're not going to see it. Yeah. Can you please put on some shoes? That's all you didn't bring shoes. No, it's summertime, Shay. It's laying up, but it's not summertime. It's nice out. <laughs> but so fine. Can you put on shoes? No, nah, I'm of- good. <laughs> all right. Speaking of clothing and shorts specifically, I had a conversation with Sal recently and he yeah. was just like, weird that we wear uh, shorts on TV. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I think you're the only show <laughs> in on television outside of like, you know, like these, yeah. like, you know, trucking shows or something. No, you never where, see Seinfeld coming in in cargo shorts. <laughs> I know it's so fun. And he was just like, yeah, that's odd. Huh? And I'm like, yeah, I can't believe it. Like I don't even, I barely ever wear shorts just on my, on my own. Right. Right. It's no, it's funny. like a, you only see it on TV if it's like a beach episode or they make right. a point of the shorts. Yeah. Uh, in some way. And they're not in New York City. <laughs> like all four of them have shorts on. But that's the thing. They're real guys. They're real guys. Anyone that's into knee down, exposed uh, fashion, we got you. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, yeah and, I'm so, I'm so hoity toity. So it's like, you know, that's probably why <laughs> I'm wearing Dude. slacks everywhere I go. Hey, tuxedo man. pants, tuxedo got pants. You, most got you this job. I got you sure. this job. So it's working out. You know, uh, dress for the dress for the pants you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're say. applying for impractical jokers, show up in a tank top with a Superman logo and cargo shorts <laughs> and a bandana on your head. You got the job. That's right. That's Actually, it. don't do that. Somebody did that one time. They, it was like, <laughs> I'll tell this real quick. Somebody came in for a job on our show. They're wearing a backwards hat. One of the people that's supposed to interview them saw them in the backwards hat sitting in the, in the chair and like, absolutely not. They walked the other way. Didn't even interview him. Wow. Other people would be in the office more. When was this? That's good drama. It was the past few years. I don't want to say exactly, but it was uh, so the interview still went on. But one of the people that was supposed to interview them for the job was like, if that's how they're showing up for the gig, no way. Am I interviewing them? Yeah. They're done. Done on the Love. spot. You know, they also... Be- to be it, honest, day it, two, yeah. day two, you could put your hat backwards. But exactly. day one. Day one. That's a lesson I think all the fans out there need to know. Not uh, the fans, anybody listening needs to know. If you if you hate the show and you're listening, you need to know this. Don't be too cool too fast. That's Get right. the job first. Work there a while. Mm-hmm. Then you could start making some inside jokes, relaxing a little bit. You feel could take it out the, first. You could take the, the crazy train. Just make sure you take the local, right? <laughs> exactly. Don't go express. It's uh, yeah, that's some good advice. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. But yeah, some of the things in this bit, I love the Johnny Calabash memorial chair uh-huh. right there. little dinner party crossover as well. Mm-hmm. That's so funny that Q calls that out like as if it, yeah. <laughs> like everything's a, I mean, that's not going to not be a crossover. It's the same four guys talking. <laughs> exactly. I'm surprised there's not more, to be honest. But it was so funny when the guys were talking about it. They're just like, they're like, wouldn't it be funny if they're, this is dark, but they're just like, you know, you see those like white bicycles. What if there's just like a white chair for like a mark that didn't make? <laughs> yeah. And we're like, that is funny. It's dark humor. I'm sorry, it's dark humor. But it, we're like, yeah, okay, do it. They, they went ahead and they did it. Oh, and the whole cartoonish nature of how it happens is so funny. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's just I love it again. And you sit on our show. It's just silly by the time it makes air. And she was so sweet about it. And then that. And then 
that all goes into why Q refused, you know, because she was so nice. And then when Q has to like call her uh, Ariana Grande or like, uh, yeah. you know, the, those he had three chances. And I think it's like it all goes into the fact that that's how you, you set it. You set them up and knock them down. You're right, Casey. And it's so funny. We're now we're doing this podcast backwards. When you're when you're watching the episode now going backwards, you're like, you just could have said that and you didn't have to drive a car for over 11 hours. <laughs> like, just tell this woman, she looks like Ariana Grande or ask her if it's real hair or mm-hmm. ask her, uh, say the that you mirror. were squatting over a handheld mirror the other day and didn't like what you saw. Yep. <laughs> Any you're of those any- things stops you from driving a car for 11 hours. You already jumped on a Roomba, you know, knock off Roomba. Yeah. Just go for it. Ah, yeah stuff but, but yeah, this one could, you know this one yeah. had a lot of like yeah there was there was a nice little moment sometimes we really like pull out all the stops and there's some like really crazy stuff that happened and this was a little bit in a good way it was more like you know connecting with the person yeah and you know i wonder how much of it is due to COVID because you can't get you don't want to get that close to somebody right so you're keeping your distance you want to be six feet apart but like one of the funniest things to me is Joe making that guy stand up and twirl without saying anything. Great. Was absolutely hysterical. So funny. Q's reaction, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like there's nothing I can do. Like, like, why do I even try to think of things to throw this guy off? You, <laughs> you can't, you can't mess up the Italian toucan as they call Mr. Gatto in this bit. Uh, and then the whole thing with the, he almost drowned with like the, 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 like the tank that has the Marlin that's just going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. It was great. I mean, I was laughing out loud a lot during that first challenge for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. I mean, that's, it, it's always a hit. There's something about the the nature of like the office and like that, that dynamic, you know, cause you don't oh, really yeah. have power, but you have power. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. it's not like, it's not like you're, you're the boss. You're just like the person who's sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You work there. They don't. So you, you own the room for sure. Um, yeah. Murray, Murray's turn was so fun that first of all, that fake sign. Yeah. I call it a fake sign. I guess it's a real sign that he has. It's been uh, this many days since a woman has been in the office. Mm-hmm. It's so funny to me. Like we'll just do a whiteboard on the show. Cause it's like, yeah, I, like, I could just imagine the phone call from the art department being like, listen, jokers, do you guys need a sign that says this? Like one of those big things, like that's like printed out. It's like a, like affixed to the room or can we just do a whiteboard? And they're like, yeah, whiteboard's good. Like, how much is that joke going to cost us? Do the whiteboard. <laughs> what did he say at the top that was like, you know, shut the hell up, your hair's awesome? Exactly, yeah. Shut the hell up, that haircut's effing awesome. Yeah, that that line's phenomenal. Really good. It's and you, she doesn't so know how to fun. process it, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like someone being so aggressively complimentary to you, it doesn't make sense at first. And you're like, oh, like that tone doesn't sound like a compliment. But it was. So it's like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the best. That I I love a thing like that because it's on paper. It's like you're just complimenting them, but it's just so bizarre. It's also so atypical of who he is. <laughs> yeah, no, that, <laughs> it's going back is... to that like lit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't pull it off, so it just it does feel sarcastic or something. Yeah, exactly. It seems like maybe something Sal would say. If I had to pick one of the guys, I would say that like no lie. Oh, for it'd sure. Be Sal, for sure. But uh, yeah, dick me up from the doctor was a very fun little Murray thing here. The little Siri bit that he had going on. Yep. So much fun. I just uh, had to, I literally, as you were just speaking, I pulled up the episode because I was like, what does Murr say? 
And he says, where the hell did you get that haircut? It's effing awesome. <laughs> where the hell? Like, as if he, he's going to go, he's bald. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, what is the intent of asking where she got it? Like, are you going to recommend it to other people? It doesn't look like even like a fresh haircut. The whole thing is confusing to me even. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, you can see Murray being like, I'm going to get Bosley soon. And when I do, I want to go to that place to get my haircut just like that. When it Where the back. hell did you get that haircut? It's I love it, man. It's yeah. So I, also, I will say this. This was one of the first couple of bits we shot during mm-hmm. uh, the pandemic. And I remember watching it and thinking that the marks were so talkative and conversational and just thinking, oh man, we've all been locked inside our houses for so long. Once you're meeting like a stranger and just conversing again, like olden times, you like, you can't get enough of it. Like all of them were in good spirits. I would say the entire time, Mm -hmm. like you did not have to worry about anybody signing a release to be on Impractical Jokers this day. Everyone was good. They They were were happy to be out. In Sal's turn, that guy was such a nice guy. Remember him? Yep. He, uh, that, like, again, the turns cut down to like two or three minutes on the show. The guys are in the room with those people for like 30, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they just, I, I'll say all the marks in this episode couldn't be nicer. If you know them in your real life, <laughs> uh, buy them a drink because they're just wonderful people. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I love, true. yeah, I love Sal over there eating the peanuts and taking his inhaler every two seconds. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's that that whole yeah, you're right. Like there's this thing also the guys hadn't filmed in a while, so like everybody's excited. Like the whole it, it's a nice you could and it comes off on screen, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it, in some ways like the, there was this really nice refresh with like, you know, cuz if you if you remember, we had had 3 months off before we started filming season 9. Yeah. Which was like a big gap. We hadn't had a big gap like that in a while. So no. like the whole, I guess it was like from, you know, October, November, December, the guys were off, like they were touring or doing other things, but not yeah. too much, maybe some misery index. And then we got back for jokers and then we got stopped again in, in March. And then they had all this time. So they were like, they hadn't really, you know, like it's, it, sometimes it could be a grind. Um, yeah. you know, it's hard to tell because I think every day they show up to work and they're happy, but they were really appreciative. And so I think like you see that in this, in a challenge, like an early one of the, of the, the, the ones we did during quarantine. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's going back to normal life. Like it's, you know, a lot of us, we're not really, this whole pandemic, no one's going back to normal life. And like, because of like the same way, like the NBA is able to go back, like those guys are actually able to play basketball. Like think of it like that. It's like, the jokers are actually able to go back and play in practical jokers again. Yeah, it's true. That is like the most normal experiences any of these guys have had in in that time. It's just like, Oh, this feels like this whole big thing that's weighing over the whole country and the world right now is not happening. We're able to like set the right safety standards and parameters that we're able to safely film this. And when you're in that room, you're not, you forget about all that. And you're just like doing the thing that you love to do. And it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I want all the guys, I want to say like during quarantine, all the guys text me and were saying how much they miss the crew and they miss shooting. Right. And I would never like, you miss shooting? <laughs> <laughs> like we miss the crew and we miss shooting. And I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah, I mean, I actually did too. But shooting the show, it's like, it, it. it's funny. Like when they show up to work to shoot, it's like, 
you know, they're like, oh, there's like traffic. I got to get out there, of course. But when it's time to go, they still get those jitters and stuff. They always tell me like, you know, that it's like it's still as exciting as it was day one, which is impressive to do it 10 years. This is 10 years now. Yeah. It's crazy. No, absolutely. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. And like you're saying, it's like, again, like our show, yeah, you know, it's not the most glamorous show to film. It's like these guys are now like major stars They're in a movie. They have a couple of shows on TV and it's like, cool. Where are we filming tomorrow? It's like uh, the basement of a pet store. Great. Yeah. Yes. Uh, where is it? It's like, oh, it's in Vermont. No, it's like, how long is my drive? It's like, yeah, it's going to be a while to get there. So it, all of that stuff is tough. It's tough for everyone in the crew, but it's like, once you get to filming and you're watching it and you're doing, it, it's like, this is so much fun. I'll say the same thing, jumping back to the punishment. I think they're going to put it online. Don't hold me to it, but they're going to try to put a very long cut of the punishment up. And I watched the whole thing as it was happening, more or less. It's great. And it was so much fun to watch. There's so much stuff that Q said that gets cut out. And again, he's Mm. being punished. But while he was being punished, he knows that there's 50 people working on this Mm -hmm. right now. And so he's like trying to make jokes to make the crew laugh. He's like trying to lighten the mood and just like, BS. It was like, it was really fun. I don't know. It was an interesting show within a show, I guess, to watch. Oh, I'll say he was saying some stuff that he knew couldn't get on TV. Yes. Just to make the crew laugh. Mm -hmm. Things that can't air, especially towards the end. (laughs) Oh yeah. I heard about some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, too uh, too harsh for TV, I will say. And even for the podcast, I think. (laughs) Too harsh for the podcast. It was, yeah, it was all inside jokes and stuff. It, everyone was like dying. Inside it, it was, jokes. Yeah. It yes. was it was all close. But once he knew it was the end and it wasn't going to make air, he was just letting everything fly. It was really funny. Yeah, maybe, I think maybe we could, it could be, it'll be in a special or something. That, uh, the, uh, the dark special, the rated yeah. R special. It should be on like inside jokes or something. Oh. Well, it'll have to be a, it'll have to be a, a, a dark one. We're going to call it the dark inside jokes. It yeah. should be. Yeah. I think at one point he was just like, let's see how long I can get a bleep, (laughs) you know? And so imagine that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I love how he turned it. Like uh, you guys said, he turned it into into their punishment because he actually left the car there and and left. So now what does we, we know will will takes the car, but then when, when does will get there? (laughs) That's a good question. It's funny to think that that's just sitting in Merce, you know, I, I hope it's still there. Actually, that would be that would make me really happy. Because Will, he's not he's not on the shoots with us. So when right. <laughs> that's a good question. I I, so I think the car's still at Murray's house. Another behind the scenes thing was, um, you know, uh, Q had this uh, car at, at the movie. You know, in the movie he had that blue car. I'm trying oh, to remember wow. what it was called. Uh, Charger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A Charger. Yeah. It's the old cop. It was the old oh. cop car. It was um, like a Monte Carlo. Yeah. Yeah, I'm blanking on what it's called. Cause and he calls Crown it Crown Vic. Nice, nice, James. So yeah. he had the Crown Vic in the movie and yeah. they wanted to, to get it and rip out the seats and put all that stuff in. But they oh. were like, we can't do this. We can't do this to the Crown Vic. Yeah, no, you can't do that to the Crown Vic. That would have been something, but no, yeah. no you got to keep that intact. Especially if, what if they do a sequel? I want that Crown Vic in there. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's got to be. That's it's great, a sequel man. that's a prequel. So that it's, it goes back to the past. <laughs> And you see, it's yeah. all Crown Vic. It's actually all, it's a, just a commercial for Crown Vic. Yeah. It's a Snapple commercial for Crown Vic and White Castle. I love White Castle. I got to get it next time I drive through in my Crown Vic. 
Dude, it was about to, real quick, I got to say, I, we just want to talk about last week now that it aired. Uh, Murray's punishment. A lot of people think we went too far. A lot of people yes. think the guys went too far on Murr. I was reading the, the internet comments and yeah, a lot of people are like, this looks painful. My cousin, who's an EMT, shout out to Rick, was just like, dude, no way you did that. That's like, he's like, that is painful. I'm telling you straight up, that is bad what you guys did to him. He's And he was laughing. He's like, I thought he's a, he's a big fan of the show. Thought it was yeah. funny, but I was like, yeah, maybe. I've gotten... I've gotten mixed reviews too. Some people are like, that was too much. And then some other people are like, that's so funny that, you know what I mean? It's like this, it's just a thing. It's like, in my mind, it's like Novocaine or it's like a prostate exam. It's a medical procedure that was like safe. And we had, you know, doctors and people on set. It's just weird. That's the problem with it. And it may be a good problem. It's weird. It's, it's so weird. weird. It's and his wife and his wife or his now wife like pulls it out, like all that. <laughs> like that's weird. And I think that's that our show could be weird because there's some punishments like, you know, we've done ones where like Murr and Sal are in a ski lift and it's like you have to sit together. That's not that in terms of looking at this punishment, it's not that, you know? So it's like, what are you mad? Are you mad that it's too hard? <laughs> All right. So this begs the question. That's a great question. Casey begs the question between the two. What would yeah. you rather do? Murray's last week or Q's uh-huh. this week? Ooh, wow. Oh my God. Really good question. So I think, oh, you really put me on the spot here because they're both really bad. One is like instant... And, you know, it's not that long. Like, you know, Murray's was at his house, remember? And yeah. it's it's weird. You're violated in a, in a way. And then you ride a little zip line. It's uh, strange. I, I, I you know, I, I think I think I go car. I, I just I say you thinking. go an hour from an hour to 11 hours. Yeah, I think I, I, think I go 11 hours. Oh, man, that's tough. Time the is song a is commodity. Bad. The squeaking was bad, man. The squeaking was really bad. Wow. That's, that's really tough because I, you know, in my head, I'm, I'm like a hypochondriac and I'm like, it didn't happen to Murr, but something would go wrong with me. I'd be like, (laughs) for sure, something would go wrong. You know what I mean? They'd be like, all right, we're going to have to take this whole thing off. (laughs) Like we messed up sorry insurance is going to pay for it, but you, you're not going to have a penis anymore. Like that's my, that's my luck. So I would probably for that reason, go car. You know what I mean? I'll take my chances with traffic. I agree. I would I'm with do, the car. I would do the car as well over the catheter, just because of what you're saying. When I know when the car is done, the car is done. You're done for the day. With the catheter, I'd be worrying for the next few weeks and months, being like, is everything still working okay down mm-hmm. there? Yeah. And and you know, there are definitely people right now that go, oh, hundred percent. I've had a catheter. I've put in catheters. I'm going catheter all the way. Yeah. It's not that bad. Even yeah. with the zip line, like I guess it's dangerous, but you're like, yeah, it's not. It's time. Time is money. Money, Dude. power, respect. Uh, on that note, <laughs> I don't know who it was. I was reading the uh, the Twitter comments. Some fan said they zip lined with a catheter before. No, that's so what? funny. That's so funny. Shout I, out I, that, to that guy. <laughs> because that's like if someone said to me, like, has anyone ever done this? You'd say no. But then it's like, I guess maybe like as like a someone was like, you know, it's my wish. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That Murray dark. said that in the thing. He's like, how many times ever has somebody zip lined with a catheter? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that that fan. Where does this person that, live? I don't think they are living at this. They point. live on the wild side. That's all I know. <laughs> I think they to say they live is a stretch. Well, <laughs> that was amazing. 
that was a fun episode. A lot to talk about because that's that's so funny. Well, I hope I hope that, you know, if, even if you didn't like the Murray punishment, I hope that you <laughs> stick with us, guys. We'll do better. We got other ones. Yeah, there'll be more fun down the road. Next week's. Oh, I love next week's. I do tune too. In ne- tune in next week. It's a fun one. <laughs> I'm very excited. Thank you guys so much uh, for listening. Um, I'm Casey Jost. I'm James McCarthy. I'm Shay Deberry. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Peace out. This is the Constitutional Podcast.